Oh, it's a warm one today. Chalupa. Oh, I don't have my seatbelt on. This is Rish Outfield. I, uh, I wanted to tell you a little story about the most recent toy trade. And uh, not toy trade, toy sale. And, uh, hopefully by this point I have put out my Have Toys Will Travel episode of The Outcast. It, it's not always possible to get out as many episodes as I'd like. But you understand. Everything that you want to do is not always possible. So they had a toy sale in the park, in the city pavilion park, where uh, they have the big awning, not awning, what do you call it? There, there's a roofed-in section of a bunch of park benches. And last year, a guy who just likes to sell Funko Pops. Want to buy some crack? And he takes it really seriously. He reserved the pavilion for the, an entire afternoon. And I drove up there and bought a couple of things and said, hey, if you ever do this again, I'd like to, to come up and sell. And so he did. But unfortunately, he could only reserve it from 8 in the morning until noon. And um, I looked the day before at the, the weather, uh, you know, and it was not supposed to rain, it was supposed to be 70 degrees. And so I sort of counted on that. And the next morning when I got up, and I had to get up early to get there by eight, it was cold. And so I brought a sweater and a long sleeved shirt. And um, the nephew that I went to the parking lot sale with, uh, who had done very, very well, didn't want to come to this one. The brother that had been so upset that he couldn't go, he said he would go. And I thought that was nice. He only had, he had a little folder of his extra Pokemon cards, his doubles, you know. And the rest, I guess, would just be helping me. That didn't end up being the case, really, but that's okay. We got there and there were mostly empty tables, which was nice because I brought a lot of stuff. In fact, I brought more stuff than anybody else who was there. Yeah, I guess in my mind, I thought it was going to be like the parking lot sale, where we had just hundreds of uh, attendees or potential customers. But it was cold. And before too long, it started to rain. Now, we were on the inside of the pavilion, and so we didn't get rained on. Although the people that were on the very, very edges they ended up having to move. But that made it very cold and wet, and it was morning. And so I think those three obstacles prevented us from having a successful day. But before it started raining, um, we were setting up the table. You know, we'd grab a box and take it from the car to the, the table, and I, I would try and have my nephew put them out, take them out of the boxes and put them on the table while I would go get another box. It's not that you don't trust the people around you, but you don't know the people around you. And so there was that. I, I always want there to be more than one person. I never want to go to one of these things by myself again. 
because you just have to stand there and guard your stuff. And, and, and by guard, I guess I mean if somebody comes by, you can answer a question or they say, how much for this? Or, you know, guard too, I suppose. Anyhow, you can't walk away and look at other people's things if you're alone. So uh, I'll try and do that from now on. Always have someone with me. But while I was setting up, an old guy, an old man came up and he chose me to talk to. And I, I guess I'm lucky for that. He said, what, what's going on here? Are you all having a show? And I said, oh, it's sort of a toy swap meet kind of thing. And he said, oh, I have a bunch of Star Wars toys at my house. Could I bring them to sell them? And I said, yeah, absolutely. It's first come, first served. But I'll tell you what, there's this table here next to mine. I can just save that for you if you want to do that. And he said, would you really? And I said, sure. And, and then he, he went away. And I set up my stuff, and there were a couple of interesting things that people had. One guy had brought comic books, and he had brought the, uh, the graded kind, you know, that have the little plastic case around them and cost a lot because they're graded. And he was a nice guy, and I talked to him about comics, you know, because I'm not an expert, and asked his advice on things. But I was really afraid that he was going to sell nothing. But turns out that I needed to be the person afraid of that because people would come by my booth and I had so many items that we put them all over the table, all over the seat area of the table. And then we took over the next table, the table next to us, and we continued putting things out. Once I'd filled two tables completely, I still had another box in the car of items, but I had nowhere to put them. And so, oh well. Anyhow, um, I thought that it would be smart to bring a variety of things and not just focus on one, but that turned out to be a mistake. You know what? It all turned out to be a mistake because who knew what people would want? The bad weather, the day of the week, the fact that it was morning and the fact that it was cold all contributed to people not showing up. And yeah, I'm just going to cut to the, the very end of the story. I sold one thing. One thing the whole day. The, the guy that had reserved the pavilion until noon spoke to the group, I guess, that was coming in at noon. And they said, oh, yeah, we, we won't be able to get here until 2. And so we had an extra like hour and a half that we could stay there. And I still only sold one thing. There was a guy next to me, a young kid, and he was also selling Funko Pops. Want to buy some crack? And he was an opportunist. He was, I mean, he was impressive in an a-holy way where he had a little device on his app and he would go to everyone's booths and scan their pop vinyls. Some crack. And it would tell him what the most recent sale was, how much, and what the range of, of prices of value on that are. And if they were under that value, he might consider buying them. And if they were considerably under, or the vendors would be willing to take 
considerably under. He would scoop them up, bring them over to his booth, and put the price on them that he wanted. And I found that really impressive until he tried to do it with mine. I only had five pop vinyls. Crack. One was going for 20, two were for 15, and two for 10. And he said, I'll give you 25 for all five of them. And I, I just was like, but I'm asking 20 just for this one. Anyhow, I didn't end up taking on that. But one thing that I thought was interesting is that my nephew's little folder of Pokemon cards did attract attention. The few people that happened by in the times that it wasn't raining, they were interested in his Pokemon cards. And there was one guy who I guess was an expert on Pokemon in the way that I'm an expert on certain toy lines. And because it was so cold, my nephew had gone out to the car and he'd like curled up with his phone inside the car. And when I would call him, to tell him, hey, there's a, uh, somebody here that wants your cards, it would go direct to voicemail. It said, uh, the user is outside of the service area, which was creepy because the first time it did that, I thought, oh no, he's been kidnapped. Finally, I would just ask somebody if they would watch my booth while I ran out to the car to find my nephew. Anyway, he came back at one point and he had been asking 25 cents a card. But there was this adult, he said, I, you know, I want to buy all the Charizards. And I knew my nephew was asking 25 cents. But I told him, I think he's asking a dollar a piece on those. And so when I went and got my nephew, I told him that. I said, I, I told the guy a dollar a piece. And he seemed really interested. And so my nephew said, yeah, I, I, I'm doing a dollar or I could give you three for two dollars, which is... I mean, he spent enough time with me, I guess, that he's, that he's able to uh, talk himself out of a good deal. But he told the guy, you know, three for two dollars. And the guy said, I'm going to be honest with you. You're asking way too little for those Charizards. So you've got six of them. What do you say $20 for the six? And my nephew was just like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Because he was going to ask 25 cents a piece which is what a buck 50. Anyway, he ended up doing that deal and then he, he sold some other cards. So he did better than I did the whole day, which is great, I guess, for him. Not so great for me. But after I'd been there about an hour and sold nothing, the old guy came back and he had loaded up his car with his son's Star Wars collection. And I helped him you know, move the boxes and talk to him for a little bit. And his son had grown up and moved to Seattle and left all of these boxes of toys. And the old guy did not want to sh have to ship them to Seattle. He did not want to have to move them. It looked like they were going to be moving eventually. And yeah, he didn't want to have to pack all this stuff up. And he started opening them and putting them on the table. So this was all 90s Star Wars stuff, which for the most part, is worthless. They just overproduced that, and people bought them in quantities unlike anything anybody had ever seen before because people had this idea that they would be valuable. Plus, there was this nostalgia for Star Wars, and, you know, the people who had been children were now young adults and uh, had money for the very first time. There were a bunch of contributors to why they're worthless, but this guy 
had a bunch of vehicles and they were in excellent shape. Obviously, this kid had taken good care of his things. But what was even stranger was that he had kept the boxes. He had folded the boxes down so they were flat or broke them down. And then he had kept them in a bigger box of just the boxes. I didn't mention this, but one of the guys that was there was Dom. And he runs the toy store where I go and do the trades. He's the one that had the Air Jordans that my nephew won and then he gave to someone else. And Dom came over as he, as the old man was putting out the figures, and he fixated on the Millennium Falcon. He was super excited about the Millennium Falcon. And it's, it's understandable. It's a really cool vehicle. And he said, how much for the Falcon? And the old guy says, oh, well, it is the biggest one. $20. And Dom, instead of jumping on it like anyone else would, Dom is a businessman. He runs a toy store. He knows how to lowball the people that bring stuff in, that bring in collections. That's what he does for a living. He buys for cheap and sells for not cheap. And he's like, huh, well, that's cool, but it's missing some parts. And as the old man was unboxing his items, we found an entire box that was just weapons and parts, canopies, hatches, uh, ramps, you know, that kind of stuff. And so sure enough, he had all the parts that went to the Millennium Falcon. He even had the little chest table that goes in the middle of it. And because I was familiar with this stuff and the old man wasn't, I would tell him, okay, this goes with that. This is the canopy to this. These four guns go on the X-Wing fighter, things like that. And I talked to the guy the whole time. I, I thought he was very nice, but I told him, you know, you're selling these for less than I think you can get for them. For example, he had a Darth Vader's TIE fighter that he wanted $10 for, and he had Luke Skywalker's X-Wing he wanted $10 for. He had a Scout Walker, which are the little two-legged Imperial Walkers that he wanted $8 for. When I told him, you know, you, you're selling these for less than I think you could get, he says, I just want to get rid of them. And so I said to him, well, look, Dom over there, uh, he has a toy store. And between him and me, I think we can just buy up all of your stuff. And that way you won't have to pack any of it. You won't have to ship it to Seattle. And the guy's just like, oh, you do that? And I said, of course. Yeah, this is really good stuff. And it looks like your son kept him in really, really good condition. I mean, who keeps boxes? And so Dom came back once he saw all the pieces for the Falcon. And when he saw the box and he goes, you, you said $20 on that. You know what? I'll do you a favor. Here you go. $20. And then he took it back to his table and he was like, Ooh, look guys what I got. And he was all celebratory. And I went over to talk to him and he said to me, I've got one of these in my store. I'm asking $250 for it. I got this for $20. <laughs> and I said, well, okay, yeah, that's, that's cool. Here's the thing, man. I told him the deal with the old man. He doesn't want to have to ship it back to Seattle. So I told him that between you and me, we would just buy all of his collection. And that way, he wouldn't have to box any of it up. And he goes, yeah, oh, hey, good looking out, man. Thanks, buddy. And he hit me on the back like I had done him a solid. 
And that should have been a red flag, but I, I didn't get it. I just thought he's like, oh, well, you know, you're a real friend kind of thing. So I went over, I looked at a couple of the things that the guy had and said, oh, I'm going to buy this. And Big Anklevich wants some Ewoks. So I'm going to buy your Ewok. And so I made like a little pile of things that I wanted. But I said to him, you know, I haven't sold anything yet. When I do, then I'll have some money and I'll be able to buy your stuff. Then Dom came over to the table and he said, I'll tell you what, uh, I, I heard that you didn't want to have to pack all this stuff up at the end of the day. And not a lot of people are showing up because of the rain. So I'll tell you what, I'll give you $320 for everything. And I'll give it to you in cash right now. What do you say? And the guy's like, oh, $320. Um, okay, oh, all right. And I, I, I froze because I, I, I saw what Dom was doing. And I get it. I get why he did it. But he really did undercut me. He came right in. He scooped it up out from under me. See, I'm not as much of a hard ass as, as he is. There's no way I would have offered the guy $320. It was worth far, far, far more than that. Even though a minute ago I said the 90s Star Wars toys were valueless. The ships aren't valueless. It's, it's the figures that are mostly valueless. Anyhow, I still had my little pile. And I said, hey, uh, hey Dom, this stuff here, these, this isn't part of it. These are mine. I was just about to pay him for those. And the guy said, well, I, my wife has a Venmo. Could you pay me that way? And, and I said, sure, here. Because I had set up a Venmo. I had learned my lesson from the parking lot sale. And I had figured out a way to get Venmo on my phone and then uninstall it. I had had to uninstall like some program. And then I had enough space for Venmo. And then I uninstalled Venmo once I had an account and the little, gosh, what do you call it? The QR code? Is that what you call it? That you show somebody that has your account on it? And so I was able to pay the guy for the few items that I had set aside. And it was the things that I liked the most, like that Scout Walker for $10. No, it was $8. I got that, and I got the Ewoks for big. I got him a speeder bike. Thunder. I got me a couple of aliens that I didn't already have. It was cool, but I was able to Venmo him this stuff. And meanwhile, Dom had called his buddy who has like a pickup truck and the buddy had shown up with the truck and they proceeded to take all of the old guy's boxes. <laughs> and he at one point said, we're going to be moving. So I, I would really like some of those boxes. And Dom said, no, no, no. You sold me all of this stuff, boxes included. And the old guy said, oh, all right. And I just, I was really surprised by that. But Dom was so excited about the resale value of some of this stuff that he'd gotten. And he boasted to me while he was boxing everything up. Once the old guy had his money, he just went home. And I was very glad that I had talked to him and met him and got to take some advantage of what he was getting rid of. Dom got the majority, and that's, that's, that's fine. That's how these things work. But I got some good stuff, and Big Anklevich got some good stuff in the process. And like I said, they were in really good shape. If I want to, I can just turn around and resell 
the stuff that I bought and, and make a good profit on it. I don't have a store where I jack up the price to insane levels like Dom does, but you know, whatever the market will bear. But I did feel bad because the guy was taken advantage of and, and he still had like two boxes that he had not unpacked. And one of them had books in it, Star Wars books. And there were a couple that I was tempted to snag knowing what the guy was selling things for, he probably would have said like $2 a piece or, or something for the books. But Dom had already gotten them, so I didn't get any of those books. Anyway, the day went on, and it was, it was more and more frustrating that my nephew would run out to the car, and then I'd be alone. And it was also frustrating that nobody was coming. I, like, who goes to the park in the rain? Or when it's cold? We were depending on people just happening to be there. And then also, I guess we needed to advertise it a little more. Uh, I, and I say we, but it wasn't me that put it on. My cousin talked about doing that at one of the places here around town. Maybe we could set up our own little toy swap meet in a pavilion in the park because there are collectors down here, maybe not nearly as many. but. I'm going to think about it, and I'm going to have to think about it a lot harder after having this day where I made nothing, essentially. I mean, it cost gas. I had to borrow my sister's vehicle to fit all those boxes in it, and then I filled up the car afterward. And then my nephew wanted me to take him out to eat, and that, that's fine. He came with me. I would. But he ordered a lot of food, which surprised me because it cost double what mine did. And so I ended up losing money there, not to mention the stuff that I bought from the old man. But if, if things had been different, if the sun had been shining, if it had been afternoon, if people had known about it, it might have gone a lot better, really. And um, that's it. I just I wanted to talk, to talk about that because to me, these things are very interesting because they're new experiences. And the whole thing with the old man and his son's Star Wars collection I, I found that that very interesting, and um, gosh, I hope you did too. So I've got a special guest now. Uh, I, I've been talking about these these toy events, and uh, most of the time my cousin will do them with me, and so I forced him. I, I twisted his <laughs> ear like when he was little to come on the podcast with me, and go ahead and tell them why you didn't want to be on the podcast last time. Oh, I just, I don't think I have anything interesting to say. I can barely remember the last toy trade. Okay, well, I talked about the parking lot one. I talked about the time I went by myself. And I thought it would be interesting to talk about the trade that we went to two weeks ago and then the one we went to just a couple days ago. Hopefully, we can make it interesting for people listening. Uh, you had never gone up to that store. It just opened in, I think, February it opened? That sounds like what he told me, yeah. And we, I think we planned on getting there early so that we could get a good spot. And usually that's wise. Mm -hmm. But in this case, it didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't. There was nobody there. We got a good spot, though. I was right. Yeah, right inside the door, we had enough space to just set up our tables. But it didn't matter. If we'd arrived an hour later, we would have had that same space. Same spot. In fact, when we walked in with the tables, they were all sitting around and wondered what we were doing there. Maybe they had forgotten that they were. They might have. To be. 
this is the same guy that runs it in town where I am, and, and he's got this policy of it has to be trades only. He doesn't want money to change hands, and I never understood why until this night when he felt obliged to explain himself. They, they, he'll always have free food, which is nice, and sometimes the food's not great, but uh, in this case it was these little tiny mini hamburgers. What do they call those? Sliders. Why do they call them sliders? I have no idea. They slide them down the counter. I don't know. They were really good, though. I thought it was a really good meal. I've, we've only been doing it for, well, I guess I've been doing it for two or three years, but you and I have only been doing it for about a year. Mm-hmm. And I always was under the impression that it was a social event. It was to get people with similar interests to meet together in a friendly atmosphere so that we would be more willing to buy stuff from the store. The, the other one, the one that you and I go to often, they will just let you buy store credit and just give it to somebody as though it's a cash voucher kind of thing. Didn't you tell me you have over $100? Yeah, I think I have like 130 but I don't think I've been back to that store since February. The first time we did it this year, I don't think I've been back. Well, that's because your kids ran the, uh, the battery down in your, your vehicle. <laughs> and then you yeah, stopped. that was fun. But we ought to go there again. I know they had gotten a bunch of those new Star Wars uh, 40th anniversary figures, and maybe you can mm. buy some of those with your store credit. Anyway, that, that store does the store credit thing, but the, this, this other guy, uh, he doesn't believe in that. He told me that it was way more trouble than it was worth, and people complained. And so now he just wants it to be trade only. But the day before, so this was on a Saturday, on Friday night, I had signed myself up with a Venmo account. And the reason I had done that was like the month before I tried to do it on my desktop and it just, it wouldn't work. And somebody, maybe it was you, told me that it's made for mobile devices. It, it, there was a reason I kept getting an error on the desktop. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I deleted a program on my phone and then I had enough space to install Venmo and it worked fine. It took like three minutes and then I uninstalled Venmo. <laughs> but all you need is that thing, the, the symbol, right? Yeah. And there had been a, a guy that had some figures that he was trying to unload. He was on Facebook, and and uh, I had told him, oh, I'll take the... I, I sent him a list of the ones that I wanted, and it was like $120 or something, which may seem like a lot unless you buy these things. And you know, <laughs> no, it's, that's not a lot. That's not a lot. And so on Friday, I... Uh, messaged him i instant messaged him and i said okay hey tomorrow where are we going to meet up and he said oh well you i sold those to somebody else and i was (laughs) furious because i had told him you know i'm 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 going to be in town on saturday can we meet up then and he said sure and so i messaged him and i said well was i supposed to have paid you three or four days ago so that you could meet up with me And, and in my mind it was just like I was supposed to just trust you. Here's some money. Hopefully you will not just run off with the money. But he said, yeah, yeah, you could have Venmoed me. And so I was angry, but uh, I went ahead and installed Venmo and got one and said, okay, well, what do you have left? And he had one of the, it was six figures because he wanted $20 a piece. 120 is mm-hmm. six or 120 is five? 120 is six. He still had one left. And I was just like, well... That's hardly worth it. And he said, well, I, I've got some Bad Batch figures. Oh, he's the guy that gave you the Bad Batch figures? And I figures. said, well, okay, uh, what do you have? And I sent him like a list of 
the most valuable ones, which are Hunter and Echo and uh, Crosshair. And uh, he said, yeah, I've got all of those. And so I said, okay, so tomorrow I will, I, I meet you. Do you want me to Venmo you right now? And he's like, yeah. So I Venmoed him. But again, I, I don't know this guy. I, I'm hesitant to send mm. money to the, uh, is there some protection thing on Venmo? Can you cancel? Can you go in and say, hey, I didn't mean to do this or... I don't know about Venmo. I've used Venmo on three different occasions at this point. Maybe four. I know with PayPal there is, unless you use the friends and family. Oh, right. Which is what most people ask you to do on Facebook because they don't get charged the seller fees for that. Are there fees on Venmo? I guess you've only, you've used it less than I have at this point. I, I don't know. I know PayPal bought them a couple of years ago. And so... I think you can do something like, you know, say that when you send them money, it's for a service and then there might be some fees charged or, or, or maybe it's like PayPal was in the old days where if it's a Venmo account to account transfer, there's no fees. But if you charge your card directly or your bank account, then they, they charge those fees. But I'm, I'm really not sure. The last time I podcasted, I called the guy, the owner, I called him Dom for some reason, either because I couldn't remember his actual name or uh, that was the name, you know, so that I could make fun of him or call him an a-hole or whatever and and not have any... uh, Repercussions. Well, it's not really repercussions, but not have any qualms that Hmm. I dragged his name through the mud. Because I don't love the guy, but I don't hate the guy, Mm -hmm. you know? I I was telling them about the Star Wars collection that he bought up from my Oh. I had to come up with a name there, so I said it was Dom. But anyhow, uh, Dom is the owner of this store that just opened. and It was only the second time I'd ever been there, only the first time that you'd ever been. And we brought a lot of stuff, which would have been great if you and I were trading with each other. (laughs) But I think an hour later, a third person came, and then I think a fourth person eventually came. And at one point, this super muscular dude came in with his kids, and he had a box full of figures. But he didn't want to trade. He He said they're just for free. Here you guys, everybody take something. And you, and as far as I know, you didn't take anything of his. I didn't. He got mobbed really quick, and so I just kind of let everybody else go first. And by the time I started rooting through it, I just felt like it was all a little bit more used than I wanted. Things weren't complete. There was a cool probe droid, but I, I feel like it wasn't complete looking. And, and I have the Star Wars Black one from a couple oh, years ago, okay. so I didn't feel like I needed it. Yeah, the Black Series one is really solid, and... There, there, he had two, it. and mm. one was incomplete. One was missing one of the legs or the supports, and the other one was complete. And somebody got the complete one. I did get the, the one with the missing leg, but I figured I'd give it to my friend. He's building a spaceport, and he's going to populate it with aliens and droids. And, oh, that's cool. And uh, junk, like broken spaceships and stuff. And Anyhow, I'm not really sure why I told you that. Oh, just... Uh, he had just lots and lots of loose stuff from like 25 years ago or something. But the things that I got for me were uh, he had three droids that were from Disneyland, from Star Tours. You could only get them at the Star Trader at the Disney parks. But you could only get them in like 2002 at the Star Trader wow. in Disney parks. You know, So it's, it's been 20 years and I grabbed them and uh, yeah, they, they, one of them's worth quite a bit. Yeah, I would think even if they weren't in great condition... They'd still be valuable if they're that rare, hard to get of, hold of. Uh, anyhow, um, the, the, the whole reason I'm mentioning this is because this guy came in off the street who just, I guess he said he, he and his wife were just driving by and he wanted to see the store. <clears throat> by, and I'm not sure 
if maybe that sort of thing happens all the time. The uh, I was talking to a guy that worked there. I talked to him for like three and a half hours, right? Yeah. Which was weird, isn't it? That normally I wouldn't be friendly with a stranger, but he was telling us about like when Bill Murray came into the store. And I, I kid you not, he bought a Peter Venkman action <laughs> figure. And I said, but, but why? I mean, surely he could call Sony and say, hey, I'm going to need about 20 of these. And they'd be there the next day. But he came in and bought an action figure of himself. Anyway, okay, so this guy came in and he, for some reason, he was really interested in my Transformers, which I had brought. And uh, he uh, said, oh, I want this one and I want this one. And, and the prices that are on them, that's what you're asking? And I was like, yeah. And I said, this is just something that we do. It's sort of, you know, a trade night kind of thing. There's free food if you want a hamburger or whatever. Uh, and then I forgot about him. And I guess what he did was that he took the Transformers that he wanted to the cash register at the store and tried to buy them there. Oh. And they told him, oh, no, no, you know, it's the, the individual people. Like See, I don't... Sellers, traders. Right. They, they, they wouldn't have called us sellers, right? Or maybe they did because he came by and said, oh, hey, they told me, you know, I'd have to pay you. And I was just like, oh, okay, uh... Hey, I just got Venmo yesterday. Okay. And so I showed him on my phone and they did the thing where they scanned the phone. <laughs> anyway, Dom saw me do this. And so the guy left and, and we had told him, or both of us, right, that the next week there was going to be a swap meet, an outdoor swap meet at a mall, and that we were going to have a booth. Right? Or, yeah. Or were we still on the fence at that point? No, I think we told him, I, I think I told several people we'd be there, even though we hadn't actually signed up yet. And the only one that showed up was the super muscular guy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Anyway, the the guy was really interested in my stuff, but you know he he bought the like the two that he couldn't do without, and then he left. And then as soon as he was gone, Dom came up to me. He like sidled over to me and he said, "Hey, Rish," because uh, he calls me Rish because that's he knows me from online from Facebook. He goes, "Did you uh, did you take cash from that guy?" <laughs> and I told you afterward, it was like I had a split second to decide, do I lie or do I tell the truth? And so, uh, you know, I did in the middle. I said, you know, I just got Venmo yesterday and uh, I was trying it out. Uh, yeah, he did. He did. He paid me through Venmo. And, then, and he's like, Rish, hey, you know, you know what our policy is. He's like, you're, <laughs> you're lucky that my wife didn't see you do that I saw you do it instead of my wife because she would have kicked your ass out of here and I was just like your wife is a really nice lady are you sure I didn't say that but I could tell it was he was like doing bad cop good cop uh -huh. and he's just like you know the rules and then he walked away and he's like attention everyone and I like walked over to the table because I thought oh well I guess we'll be packing up now he goes attention everyone I, I guess the time has come for me to reiterate the rules because some people aren't aware. And he explained, you know, he's like, I have a nice store. I have a place where you guys can meet. I provide food. I provide drinks. And all I ask is that you guys trade with one another. And uh, maybe some business goes to the store kind of thing. And I was just like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> but, but if... That's the case. Then why don't you do this in-store credit thing like the other store does? Because think of how much money they've made off of you mm -hmm. that you've never cashed in. Not yet. And my nephew and I, the very first time we sold, 
he did almost $200 worth of in-store credit. He was so proud of himself. But when that in-store credit went through the wash, he was not quite as proud. Because it's just gone. Yep. Because they just just print out a receipt on the cheapo receipt paper. And that's your store credit. You got to keep track of that. So it's funny that uh, that he did say no store credit because a guy came up to me and wanted to buy one of my things and I said you know we're not supposed to not supposed to take cash it's supposed to be trade only he said oh I I've got a gift I've got a gift card a gift certificate here for thirty nine dollars will you take that I said yeah okay sure and so we had to I had to go up to the register and Dom's wife was there and, and he said I'm going to give this guy my Store credit. And she said, okay, well, enter in your email address. And and they emailed me. I've got a, an email gift card for that store. And then that guy got my stuff. So they clearly that very same day, I think it was after the announcement too, that they assigned. And then they gave away store credit at the raffle at the end of the two. And, and funny enough, one of the guys that won, I think he won the big gift card. He was the one that gave me his, his gift credit because he didn't, he didn't want to have credit at the store. Well, okay. See that afterward, Dom came up to me and he's just, you know, he's like, "Hey, I had to tell everybody the rules or whatever. You you understand?" And I said, "Yeah." And there's a set here, a Hoth set on your wall. You know, if somebody wants something, I'll I'll ask them to buy that, and that they can trade for that. And he's like, "Good, good." But nobody did. Nobody. There was there were the turnout was so small. I mean, I did sell a couple of transformers. I did do one trade. Uh, for a Star Wars guy that I wanted. Anyway. It was small. I did trade with, with the guy that we had seen at the previous trade. He had better Transformers this time. And he had a couple of loose figures. I don't remember now what it was. But that same guy that, that did buy from you with your Venmo account, before he left, he came over to my table and he was looking at my stuff. Or I guess, I guess it was later. Because when, when Don came over to talk to you and ask if you had traded, I, I or sold rather, I kind of faded into the background and walked away from the conversation because I had already sold something for money too. And I didn't want him to yell at me. But it was that same guy. So I'm thinking the, the, the order of operations was a little different because while he was making this announcement, you know, no cash is to change hands, trades only, they were in the process of trying to scan my, <laughs> my Venmo account. And I said, here, let's just do it down here so they don't see I'm, I'm totally fine with breaking the rules here and so they you know they bought a transformer for $70 or something wow really 70 that's really good yeah they got a couple other little things with it but after that yeah I just got a couple of trades and store credit yeah I, I overly simplified the story I actually did more than one Venmo transaction that mm. night. <laughs> nice. and then every time and, and I had also arranged with three different people yes to to buy their stuff off of Facebook that night, including the guy that brought the Bad Batch figures. And the punchline to that story is that I already sold Crosshair and Echo for over $100. And so uh, that's uh, you know, a, a good trade, a much yeah. better trade than it would have been uh, if the guy had just brought what I had wanted in the first place. We had been kicking around the idea of doing this, this swap in the, the mall right by where I lived, in fact. And I had gone the very first time they had done it in April, and it was really gray and cold. And all the vendors, except for one, 
were selling vintage clothes. Now, you tell the listeners what vintage clothes is. Uh, vintage means for. <laughs> used. Pre-worn apparel. I guess there's a lot of money to be made in vintage clothes. Apparently. But I was really, really shocked by it. You know, skipping to the end, I walked around to see what people were selling, and there was a Darth Vader shirt, and I thought, oh, well, you would probably like that. And so you gave me $5 to buy it. Mm-hmm. And when I went to give the guy the $5, he said, I could do 30 Like Like he was doing me a, a favor by bumping the price down to 30 And I was just like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to run in the other direction <laughs> right now. But th- there was a dude, and he was the same dude that I was next to at the pavilion sale uh, who was selling pop vinyls. And he claimed he made over $800 selling vintage clothes. And I I guess if you're selling $30, I sorry, a t-shirt that was free in 1997 <laughs> for $30, that, that can add up. But it's just, when I say used clothes or maybe i didn't when i say vintage clothes there would be like t-shirts with the necks all stretched out oh Uh, there would be like sweaters or whatever where you could see a stain on it and i'd be like ew dude and then worst of all there was a pair of jeans that they were selling that was speckled with paint like somebody had used it to paint their house and then thrown it away and somebody had gotten it out of the dumpster and said "Ooh, twenty dollars at the swap meet but after having told the people at this trade night that we would be there on Saturday, I sort of felt obligated. And I had been dragging my feet for weeks about committing to it because I had done the pavilion sale where I got up super early. I ended up selling one thing and I was there the whole day, right? I've already mm-hmm. talked about this. And to you, I've talked your ear off about it. But we ended up doing it on, and, and you paid for it. It cost 95 yeah, I paid for it, and I don't know, I kind of got excited about it that week that we were kind of discussing it. We both went out and bought a canopy so that we would be somewhat, our, our goods would be shaded from the sun. Because I did have a couple melt at that parking lot sale back in March or April, whenever that one was. That was in April, but it <clears throat> April. was 50-something oh, degree. April. It was 50 degrees, yeah. It and was, it still melted. That... It, yeah, it damaged the packaging on a couple of them. It shrunk. A couple of parts on a removable parts that were just in the package by themselves. They shrunk and deformed a bit just because they were in the direct sunlight. And, well, yeah, and we got I, sunburned. So I also told them we got sunburned. And so you were going to borrow a canopy, but I just went ahead and bought one. They were only 50 bucks. Well worth the investment. I ended up buying one of those too because the canopy I was going to borrow was too large for our space and too big and heavy. And it, it went really well. There was a lot of people. I was really excited by the number of kids that stopped by our booth and looked at everything. And those little cheapo galactic heroes. And I can't remember what the other things were called. The little two-inch unleashed battle pack figures or whatever. All of the kids looked through those. And I made 50 or $60 on that box alone where I was asking two for $5. I sold at least half of what I have. That was before I was into Star Wars. How much would a, a Galactic Heroes two pack have cost? I would guess it was probably five dollars for a two pack back then. I I don't remember. It was two thousand five, two thousand six when Clone Mania hit me really hard. I bought all of the Hasbro four inch clones, and they had these and anything that was a clone trooper in two thousand five and two thousand six. I bought. 
yeah, they were these cute little super deformed things, and they they sold really well that day. Speaking of super deformed, uh, you got one of your children to come along uh, to, as an assistant. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she did all right. She was excited to look at the clothes in the. She found some booth that was selling jewelry, and she bought a little pin. She bought uh, a little crocheted bunny thing at the booth across from us for her sister. She enjoyed herself mostly. I think she kind of got bored after we set up, and she'd looked around at everything. She kind of sat in the car and just played on her phone until her mom came and got her because she was in the area. But she helped set up the booths and the tables, and, and that was really helpful. I have been so sore. My back has hurt so much for the last three days. If she hadn't been there to help with the boxes and the tables, I don't know how bad I would have been. Yeah, the the, the parking lot sale, the one that, the Mecca one, though, the really, really good it was all parking sales. lot sale, had we had the yeah, setup we, that we had on Saturday, you and I could have gone and seen everything that everybody had mm-hmm. to sell. But we were sharing a spot. And, and like you said, it was $95, but it, it was... It was 10, 10, 10 by 20, plus the parking space for the van behind it. And they said, you know, yeah, you can spill out into the... So I get, we could spill out into the aisle. He said like a couple of feet, but the booth next to us had six-foot racks in the aisle. It was big enough still for a car to drive through. So I guess we could have set up that much bigger canopy, and, and that might have helped a little bit more with the... I did get a little bit sunburned, but not bad. Well, you did complain about the heat, and that worries me because it was not hot it's going to get hot yeah you know me i'm i'm pretty heat intolerant and just the air was still and yeah i think it got up to 72 at the very highest and shortly after it hit that is when the breeze started kicking up and the clouds rolled in a little bit but yeah you and i shared how many tables did you bring i brought four tables four okay you had your two six foot tables and then a small one or two yeah, but I should have just brought a ton of tables. It, it it didn't occur to me that we would have enough room. But but next time, yeah, yeah I could bring six tables and you could bring yours. Bring and, my four. And, and I think we could fill them with stuff. The the downside to this was we were the only people selling toys. Everything else, as I said, was vintage clothes or uh, crafts, things yeah, that people had made themselves. Things. And then there was a guy down the the way a little bit that had done custom posters and uh, he had done the art himself for the posters. And I remember he had a poster of Jesus, you know, holding a lamb. And as I got close, I was like, that's not a lamb. What is that? And it was a velociraptor. And then as I got closer, it was Jeff Goldblum, not (laughs) Not Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) Anyhow, I I thought that that guy was pretty cool. And uh, I did my Jeff Goldblum impression to him. And he's just like, yeah, he does kind of talk like that. (laughs) to be continued on that but uh, we were the only ones selling toys and i feel like we would have uh, there's it's not like we did anything wrong is there i mean if there were just more people there looking for toys i thought that because we were the only ones selling toys anytime a kid walked by they wanted to stop and look and their parents didn't always let them but i thought we got a fair amount of traffic just because we were the only ones selling something different that wasn't clothes or you know crafted jewelry but people probably just didn't know there would be that kind of stuff there so there there weren't as many people there looking just for for action figures or 
I had Marvel art books there. They got you did a, sell one, right? I, I might have sold two. I can't quite remember now. I'd have to check my list. You Not the sold cheap the ones either, though. The Road to Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And I thought... <laughs> now you regret it. No. No, I was thinking uh, somebody else bought one, but I'd, I'd have to look at my list to know for sure. So I, 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 I feel like it was more just that the customers weren't necessarily there looking for toys because I think one of the, the event organizers said several times that you know they've never had toys like that before and, and he thought it was great that we were there. To, they wanted more variety in the, in the sellers. So yeah. yeah, I didn't do as well as the parking lot sale where everyone was there just to buy toys. But I did well enough. I, you know, I'm pleased with how I did, and I'm looking forward to the next one, despite the heat. Yeah, the the organizer came by multiple times, and he says, "Is your name Rish?" The very first time, and I was like, "Oh no, well, how do you he know my you. name?" Kind of thing. But he had seen I had been posting on Facebook. Oh. You know, my cousin and I are going to be here. Uh, this this is a sample of some of the stuff we're going to bring, and then people had asked. You know, is it free and where is it exactly? And I had answered them and he said, yeah, I hadn't had a chance to answer these questions and you did it. Thank you. Oh, that's cool. I didn't. But uh, he gave me a a, a coupon for $10 off if we wanted to do it again the next month. I I, I didn't sell a lot of stuff. And when the the kid, the pop vinyl kid came over to boast about how much he'd Mm. made, I told him, well, I I think I did almost $200. And he's like, <laughs> I did almost a grand, and look at this! And there was an unzipping sound. You you may have heard the sound, but you didn't see. No, I looked. But then when I did the math, I, you know, I did all the paperwork that afternoon. Uh, it, I, I I did very close to three hundred, and so you know that's pretty good. Yeah, that is good. And the stuff that sold fast was the stuff that I was selling for really really cheap, like you know, five dollars. There were a couple of transformers that I just gave away, and that doesn't profit me at all doesn't no but anyhow <laughs> like the muscular guy the muscular guy came by he was the only person from the uh, the toy trade that came by and you know i thanked him for all the stuff that he gave away and i let his kids pick out a tran- uh, these little transformers they were like loose or broken or whatever for free and i said hey are you going to be going to the trade in june and he says oh i don't go to that place I said, oh, well, why not? And he said, well, they said some stuff online that I didn't agree with. Did I tell you this? No. Mm, The good one. Uh, The one that we would prefer to go to. Yeah. Anyway, he said, they said some stuff online that I didn't agree with. And I came close to saying, oh, well, what was that? But a little voice in my head said, either you will be bothered as well by what they said, and you will feel weird about going there, or you'll think, oh, this guy is a nutcase. And you'll feel and, weird about and him. And I'll feel weird about him. I'll feel like, oh, I can't respect you anymore. Because, you know, the people at the toy store said that, you know, people of all skin colors deserve rights. And, and you know, it's like, I don't need to go to a store that has that kind of radical ideology. And this guy was a bit darker skinned than us. I would assume he wouldn't go with that. But Anyhow. Anyway. The, yeah, that, that's it. I mean, I did sell huh. a little bit. But the guy that said he would come that Venmoed me that I got in trouble for, he didn't come. But he did comment on Facebook, oh, shoot, I wish I had gone. Are you guys going to do it again? And uh, I told him, yeah, next month we'll be doing it again. And and I used that coupon and I reserved the spot the next time. And so maybe we'll do better. What I'll try and do is just bring as much really, really cheap stuff. That's what I I noticed as well. 
I had a lot of the, the Bandai, Marvel, and Star Wars figures. And people looked at them and said, oh, this is neat and cool and all. But I didn't sell a single one of those. <laughs> Especially the rare ones like that Mayfex Batman I have that's worth like $180. And I think I was asking $150 for here. A couple of people picked it up and you know, put it back down. But, but I sold, like I said, a lot of those Galactic Heroes. I sold... A bunch of Star Wars figures, you know, that were in the $20 range. You know, they're not super valuable. But I think I, it sounds like I ended up right about where you did with your sales after taking out the, the cost of the booth. I think I was at like 380 or something when I totaled everything up. Well, oh, so, see, I thought you had done close to 500 I Did you not no, tell me that? I don't think so. Oh, no, you're right, because I, I forgot the one Venmo guy, One guy did 200 Yeah, that's true. He gave me 200 bucks. And he said he was a reseller as well. And he said that after I had already offered him a couple of really good deals on things oh, just to no. get him to to buy things. And he did, I did see him scanning a couple of the items, <laughs> I guess, to look them up and see. You know, was, he's asking 50 for this, and then I offered him 30 for it, and he did take it, which was nice. Yeah, there were a couple of guys that would look things up in front of me. It didn't bother me. Normally it would, but it didn't bother me because I had looked up all of this stuff beforehand and priced it below what it's selling for yeah. on eBay. And so I knew if the guy bothered to look it up, he'd come to that conclusion. He'd be like, wow, well, this guy's actually selling it for 10 less than than I'd have to pay on eBay. But it, there were lots more people that were looking than buying. And, and how many times did you hear somebody say, oh, I had this one. I was like, oh, I love this. I remember I, this. But yeah, I enjoyed that. People stop buy. and talk about some of the toys they had as a kid or made them want to buy stuff. <laughs> there was one guy who was very excited about a couple of things I had. And, or actually, I think it was a girl. She had a couple of these figures when she was younger and she wanted them again. And she had two or three things in her hand. And I think I had offered her $5 off on each of them. And she asked her boyfriend to pull out her phone and Venmo me the money. And he talked her out of buying them. He pulled her aside and said, no, no you already bought this much stuff. And I, <laughs> you know what that kind of was. a controlling boyfriend. Get out of here. That was karma. <laughs> For how, how many times did you tell people on Saturday... Hey, don't, don't buy from him. My stuff is the good stuff. <laughs> I did say that a few times. The one time I truly tried to poach a sale, I didn't actually have the figure they wanted. and So they ended up buying it and something else from you. I noticed, I noticed they pick up another figure and buy two of them. Yeah, and that wasn't part of my paperwork, so I did do over 300. Oh, nice. And, and there was one guy who argued with me and said that your stuff was better than mine. <laughs> Well, because of this experience the week before, I brought just tons of Transformers, boxes and boxes of Transformers. But people were asking us about G.I. Joes. It seems like there was something else people were asking about. And There are a couple of people looking for actual vintage Star Wars figures, the way we mean vintage, not the way kids today mean vintage Star Wars figures, where they mean stuff from 2000 and 2001. But one guy was looking for parts of this, you know, the 80s Millennium Falcon one guy who asked about G.I. Joe's, he said he was looking for, like, the 60s stuff. <laughs> but the, I don't even remember. Was it, is that a 12-inch line or an 8-inch It was a 12-inch line. line. Uh, Hasbro had made it. No, maybe it was Mattel in those days. But it was supposed to be a boy's Barbie hmm. where they sell you a base body and then you're supposed to buy an astronaut suit for it or army fatigues for it or a race car outfit for it. You know, in the same way as they sell you the base Barbie and then now buy a dozen outfits for it. But yeah, I, I, I've never even seen 12-inch G.I. Joe stuff unless it's a, a 
reproduction. Yeah, and I told, all I had was the the six inch classified stuff. I never liked the four inch GI Joes when I was a kid. Anyway, the the activity was supposed to go until three, and they had said you are not to move your car until three o'clock, or you're not to pack up, or whatever. And yeah. I didn't understand uh, at the time. I was just thought, what what a stupid rule, but. We were jammed in there so tightly is that you wouldn't be able to get out with your car if you tried to leave early. But the weather decided for us that it was time to go. Yeah, what time was that? Like 2.15, 2.30, something like it that? W- no, it was really close to 3. It was oh, like was it? quarter 2 when, was it the wind first and then the, the rain? The wind picked up and started knocking down all our boxes. And so we started boxing things up. But I was going kind of leisurely, you know, because there were still people walking around trying to look at stuff. And I didn't want to put something away if somebody you know might buy it but it kept blowing over the stuff on the edges which were actually some of my more expensive things so those boxes kept getting knocked down and then all of a sudden it was raining on us oh wait wait before oh. that i had brought up the poster guy so let's oh i didn't i didn't see his I... booth at all i was busy packing oh. my stuff up okay so yeah our stuff was starting to fall off of our of the tables uh this was before the rain but anyway this huge gust of wind came along and it picked up this guy's canopy and it flipped it and all of his posters and all of his his stuff went flying and i was surprised because customers went running over there to try and salvage like his posters and stuff and and i thought wow you know he normally i would go and help but there are many many people willing to help him and we have our hands full because by this point at least 10 of my things flew off. Maybe it was closer to 20 things Mm -hmm. had flown away. And, uh, and then, yeah, here came the rain and it wasn't just like a couple of drops. It was just one of those really, really quick downpours where everything got wet. That wasn't covered. Yeah. I, I, I was talking to a woman about those Marvel art books I had taken and she, I think she was getting ready to buy one. And then all of a sudden the rain, and she started helping me throw things into boxes right. and drag the tables close more into the middle of the of the thing. I I was trying to grab again, you know, the more expensive stuff and throw them in the car so that the boxes wouldn't get damaged and, and the books. And so then after she had helped, you know, she asked if I needed any more help putting stuff away. And I said, No, I think I've got it now, thank you. And and so she she decided to leave, I guess, at that point. I don't know if she didn't want to distract me while I was putting stuff away. She did. She did follow me on Instagram or something, so she said she could contact me later. She wanted to buy a couple of the, the art books. Oh, cool. But I haven't heard from her yet. Hopefully she doesn't forget. Everybody that I've arranged to talk to outside of one of these things has never contacted me, or, or I've never contacted them. Well, there was a guy, and we went to his house. Oh, yeah. And that he had cool. all the Batmobiles that had ever been made, right? And you said, oh, I like this one, I like this one. And I think he ended up selling or giving you every single one of his Batmobiles. He gave them to me for $4 each. Yeah, there were five of them. And then I looked them up online, and they retailed for between $20 and $30, depending on you know which one you wanted at Amazon. Um, and I had, I had never heard of this line before. They were really great, like 8-inch long, perfect size for, for the Batmobiles. Of, of what they've made, he gave me every one that I would want except for the Batman Forever Batmobile. And so I saw that on Amazon, and I had some old credit from Christmas that my parents had given me like two years ago. And so I ordered it. $30, it's great. It's free. It got here, and actually the day before it delivered, 
I was in my storage room rooting around through my toys and I found that exact thing sitting unopened on one of my shelves that I had bought at Target like a year ago and completely forgotten about. Yeah, so I have two of that one. But yeah, that guy was great. He, I saw him at the parking lot sale in April and uh, I talked him into buying several of my things. I've, I've shipped him stuff in the meantime several times. He, he keeps buying Mezco figures from me in between the toy sales. He's my, my favorite customer. Is this the guy who has every Hulk Yes, ever? every Hulk Maybe. and every Hulk Buster. And yeah, the, um, my buddy Big loves the Hulk Buster. And yet, you know, he can't afford like the really high-end Hulk Busters. There's one that's, that when it came out was $1,000. And mm-hmm. who knows what it goes for now. But this guy had all of them. That astounds me. And so I guess, it, you know, it shouldn't shock me that he can buy your Mafex figures or your, you know, fig arts and stuff like that. But, uh... This has been an adventure. We've done it a bunch of times, and uh, I have always been somebody who bought stuff. But it's a totally different experience when you're selling things. And uh, that the parking lot sale for the very first one, you know, like my pockets were just like bulging with cash at the end of the day. And that is not something that I experience. And and unless you're in the, uh, you know, adult dancing industry, (laughs) you haven't experienced that either. It's just a a, a very, very fun thing. And and it's it's, it's fun when you and I can do it together. Yeah, it definitely Um, helps to be able to man the booth together. Because when there's nobody around, you and I at least are still talking uh, we sent your daughter to get us food, which was great because we didn't have to do it. The food was good. She got to be useful. Yeah, and it was helpful that there was an area. You know, we were in an area where we could do that. I had my younger daughter for the parking lot sale, and it would have been a lot. I, I don't know if I could have sent her three blocks away to get food, and also there wasn't anything around there to eat. There wasn't even a bathroom around for us to use. They said, you know, you can't go use the store one. There isn't one or something like that, and... When I asked people that were familiar with the area, is there some place she can walk a block or two away to use the bathroom? And they're like, I don't know, maybe if she goes five or six blocks on the other side of the freeway. (laughs) This girl's 10 years old. Well, she was 11 years old. I wasn't going to send her off to do that, but I I couldn't leave my booth alone either because we weren't sharing spaces at that time. So that made it a lot harder. It was nice this time to, to feel like I had someone that was old enough. She could go off and be safe and also that if I wanted to walk away you'd keep an eye on my stuff I could keep an eye on yours yeah we had this idea that maybe other people would join in other people would say hey I saw you guys selling would you recommend that and a bunch of us like as a community would do that and they're doing it all the way until October so it seems like there's plenty of opportunities we can do it this summer and yeah you're like me I just like I, I have way more toys than I, I know what to do with, and so selling them will be a pleasure. Yeah, we'll have to try and talk people into doing that on the, on the Facebooks. All right, well, that's it. Hopefully you felt like this was enjoyable, and I'm talking to you, and I'm also talking to them. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I but hope they enjoyed it. We, yeah, we've, uh, we'll have many, many more opportunities to sell this summer and maybe there will be stories in that i mean every single time i have done this there has been a story that i find interesting whether it's the old guy selling his kids star wars collection or uh me getting in trouble with (laughs) dom and and uh, yeah i wonder what would have happened if i had just if i had chosen to lie but i and I, i didn't because i think he saw me do it and certainly had reason to suspect you had and so to lie might have gotten you in more trouble seemed more like 
you were flaunting the rules, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyhow, thank you for joining me, and uh, there are many more toys where that came from. Good night. Good night. Hello. This is fake Sean Connery. Rish is over at his rarely functioning computer, toiling on the next episode. Look at him. So sad. So deluded to think that what he does matters. That anyone cares. I can hear you. I'd almost feel sorry for him. If I weren't a figment of his fevered imagination. Will you do the license already? Yes, yes. The show you have just listened to is produced under what's known as a Creative Commons 3.0 license, in which you are free to download and share the files as you like, but you cannot change them, take credit for them, or attempt to sell them. Look, the lad tries so hard. I see him literally working on podcasts every single day of the week. And for what? So listen, if you appreciate any of what that silly song does, I advise you to head on over to Patreon and support him. You can give him a dollar an episode, can't you? Can't you spare one bloody dollar, you selfish pig-headed ingrate? The boy works his wee fingers to the bone! Fake Sean! I'm just saying, the boy works hard for the money. So hard for you, honey. Couldn't you toss a pound or two his way to keep the ennui from overtaking him? If any of what he does has ever made you laugh or feel better about yourself, and it most certainly does me, please support the lad. Is that better? Thank you. Greetings! All you Patreon supporters except one. This is Rish Outfield. This is my Patreon address for June 2023. I'm once again recording this early. It never ever helps me get the episode out on time, but I continue to do it. I wanted to tell you a little story about uh, the most recent toy trade and uh, not toy trade, toy sale. Hopefully, by this point, I have put out my Have Toys Will Travel episode of The Outcast. I might not, because today, Big and I are getting together to record an episode for my show, and I figured I would put that out next. Depends on how long it takes me to get that put out, then I would do the toy episode. It's not always possible to get out as many episodes as I'd like. But you understand, everything that you want to do is not always possible. Picture of Jesus with a lamb in his arms and a picture of of the Virgin Mary. And I said, you know, I've been staring at that image. There's something weird about it. And you said, Virgin Mary. I can't remember. Oh, okay. Who was the Virgin Mary? I was letting you do the the punchline because it was Taylor Swift. (laughs) It was Taylor Swift, that's right.